0: Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Haley. And this is How to Not Get Killed. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And we're back. We are back. We have nothing. And we're back.
1: And uh, yeah, we're going to just, we're just going to dive right in. We're diving Becky's in. Becky's going to do a uh,
0: maybe recap? Here's my recap. Awful woman kills lots of children. And husbands. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I
1: okay.
0: think that's my recap. <laughs> it's
1: like that I one think time my it. recap was like, and go listen to part one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I like couldn't stop laughing. I don't think I was expecting you to say it. And I was just like, Dah! It was very uh, assertive of me. I was it. It's more, it. more assertive yeah. than I usually am. That was... <laughs> and you, like, slammed... Here's your slammed... recap. Why haven't you listened to part one? <laughs> you... And you slammed it out, like, like it was an insult or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it hurt. It hurt. Uh, so, yeah, we're diving into part two of Marianne Cotton. She sucks, basically. Yeah, she's, like, and literally the worst. She's gonna continue sucking for a long time, and then she's gonna... Pretend like she doesn't know why everyone hates her. So that's pretty much it. Okay. So. It's going to make me hate her even more. Where. I know. I know. Where did we leave off? I already forget. We literally just recorded it five minutes ago. Oh. That Marianne was about to unleash hell on the entire Cotton family. The Cotton family. Yes. That's. That's true. Facts. All right. Let's get into it. It's like okay. 1870 now. Okay. 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 So, Marianne became Frederick Cotton's housekeeper at the beginning of 1870, and four weeks later, his beloved sister, Margaret, the very one who introduced the pair to one another, was dead. Oh,
1: what? Oh,
0: I didn't see that one coming. I know you didn't.
1: Wow. I I thought she only
0: killed, like, children and men. But do you remember, by chance, me saying how wealthy Margaret was? Oh yeah, she was a wealthy spinster. But why would any of her money go to? It wouldn't go to. It would go to who her surviving like family. Sibling. Ah, yeah.
1: I see. So, I see.
0: Margaret's money went straight to her brother, and her brother went straight to Marianne.
1: Oh my
0: goodness. That was that was devious. This is a Marianne with a plan. She's a, definitely a Marianne with a plan. <laughs> yeah. oh, <my> God. <laughs> i'm never gonna be able to hear the name marianne now with a, with a plan <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so if you've got a plan you're a marianne that's it.
0: yeah that's it that's yeah it i gotta meet some mariannes now and see if they all got their plans up there <laughs> not not necessarily evil ones like well, I'm no hoping no good no plans. you can
1: have a, yeah you can have a, a good plan you can have a good plan like a jam marianne. plan yeah yeah <laughs> i said that to luke the other day he came in with like peanut butter and like to like toast put peanut butter and jam on it and i was like ah oh, you got a jam plan and he just like kind of looked at me he's like yeah
0: He's <laughs> like, cool. I'm like, you, cool. Don't get, you don't get it. He doesn't get it. He really doesn't. And that's okay. One day. One day he will.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll be there for that day.
1: We'll and just, we're gonna like we'll just put that episode on
0: yeah <laughs> we i'm pretty sure we've like watched it in front of him too we've yeah i, mean, I think we, i was gonna
1: say we i thought you were gonna say i'm pretty sure we've watched it together as i mean, like i think we've watched every episode together at yeah. some point but yeah. yeah we've definitely watched it around him
0: i wonder if anyone else is picking up on it or not or if we could should continue speaking vaguely
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i like it yeah me too
0: because yeah. i feel like now drew's gonna be like what are you guys talking about yeah <laughs> like, just figure it out <laughs> He actually, no, he'll know because of how vague we're talking. Mm
1: -hmm. That's
0: it. (laughs) Anyway, so. Marianne also, you guessed it. You guessed it. I know you're guessing it in there. Got pregnant. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know. She married Cotton in the fall. And even though she was still technically married to her previous husband, James. Right. Later in her life, like, I think this is something that happens in the end when we do the the, the old wrap a up um okay. i'm pretty sure this is the only crime that she actually confesses to which is bigamy okay and i i'm gonna read out that definition because everything i read i was like what the fuck is bigamy so i <laughs> i was like okay everyone keeps saying it like it's a word i'm supposed to know so here it is it's the act of going through with a marriage ceremony while already married to another person that's bigamy
1: okay yes
0: So, that's what that is. So, she fully confesses to that crime.
1: All right. And that's the
0: only crime she's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. In her eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was the worst of him.
0: Yeah. A few weeks after the wedding, she took out life insurance on his sons. I don't think that means that she, like, cashed them. I think it means she put insurance on them.
1: Yeah. 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 I think that would be, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, in 1871... The five of them moved to West Auckland, which is Marianne, Frederick, his sons, Frederick Jr., Charles, Edward, and the new baby, Robert Robson. Uh,
1: Wait, Robert, like, and Robson? Robson's her... um, Oh, that's
0: the baby she brought with her? That's the new baby.
1: Oh, no, no, that's the new baby. I don't know why why they gave
0: it the last name Robson, but that's what he's listed as having.
1: Oh, okay, interesting. Which is I her was like, is that mari- like,
0: like, yeah, that's
1: her other husband's last name. No, right? that's
0: Robson is her. Oh, that's her last. Robinson name. Robinson is her previous husband's last name. That's so confusing. I know. Okay. I just wasn't sure if it was like
1: that was yeah. just his first name. No, it was like Robert Robson Cotton. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah. He just has a different last name.
0: Yes. Very confusing, all of it. <laughs> he's like, don't even fucking ask me just about stop it anymore. Me. <laughs> stop, stop it about I'm the just names. <laughs> it. It just, there's a lot of them.
1: Also, like, why name him Robert if his last name's going to be Robson? It's and why give him the last name
0: Robson? Because you're now married to Frederick Cotton. You now go by Cotton. You don't even go by Robson anymore. Yeah, so like he sounds like he's like not associated
1: with your family. Yeah, I, I was
0: very confused by that, and I was especially just especially like, for
1: the time like right now in twenty twenty three that wouldn't be weird. No, but like back then that seems very blasphemous. Yeah.
0: So in West Auckland, Frederick found work as a hewer. I don't know what that is. I didn't bother to look it up. It's something, it's something at a coal mine. Okay. <laughs> I was too shaken up by the names. So I was just like, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You barely got out of that one alive. I, I know. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but this move also benefited Marianne because like conveniently they happened to move onto the same street as a particular crush of hers from her past who keeps <gasps> returning. No, Joseph Natras. <laughs> oh, this is juicy. It's- Oh, it gets so fucking juicy, man. Wow. I know. I know. Okay. I have so many questions. Continue. Okay. So Joseph was no longer married.
1: Okay. That was going to be my first question. I know. I I knew it was. I was like,
0: I'm not even going to ask. She's going to get there. I know. I know. Marianne had obviously absolutely nothing stopping her from just hitting the old reset button on her current family and starting over for the sake of her opportunity with her longtime crush. Yeah. (laughs) Some other stuff happens. Okay.
1: I was going to say, do you not agree with that plan?
0: It's not a good plan. I don't think hitting the reset button on your family is a good plan, but I I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, she's done it a few times already, so. Yeah. 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 So Marianne had always kind of been deemed, obviously, like a quick killer. Like this, she's very fast. The, like, very real presence of poor hygiene and like the misdiagnoses of doctors and also like the high rate of infant mortality in Britain's like small little towns to kind of explain the deaths that surrounded her worked to her advantage. But now that she was getting even more reckless and sloppy, she no longer really had time to stay married for years to kind of blend in or let children, I don't know, grow up even enough for it to not be suspicious. mm mm-hmm. um, So she kind of had to start changing her plans a little bit. She didn't really do a whole lot to do that, though. Okay. She just made note that she was going to make an attempt. It didn't really work out that well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, Frederick Cotton died pretty quickly. And just as quickly after he passed by... No cause in particular. I couldn't find what his cause was, but we find that out later. <laughs> okay. So, um, almost, like, right away after Frederick died, Joseph Natras moved in with her and the children. Okay. He was, at this point, referred to as a lodger in the house. Like, when people would ask her, like, hey, so what's he doing? Oh, he's just lodging.
1: He's just like a... Like he's a, just here. He's just staying with us. He's just like a, yeah. my roommate.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> the intention when she killed Frederick was to marry Joseph because murder and remarriage had kind of been her, like, MO up her, to this her point. pattern, yeah. And for a while, marrying Joseph, like, seemed like the final step to achieving the life she wanted. Like, sh- she loved him. Mm-hmm. That was probably the only person she loved. Like, Joseph excited her. He represented love and adventure and all of these things. But Marianne wanted more than just that. She wanted money more than anything. So, like, that was what was more important to her than all of these things. So, before she could even marry Joseph, she actually met a new man. And he was richer than Joseph. Mm -hmm. And at this point... That was the most important thing. So she was like, even though I like I love Joseph, he's lodging in my home, and I want to be with him, money's the most important thing. Right. So this new man, a tax collector, went by the name of Quick Manning. His name's Quick. Okay. I just, <laughs> okay. That was the name that I was like, you're going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quick. Quick. I, I don't think I've ever heard of someone named Quick before me neither, but you know there's you know there's a first for everything. Yeah, the table keeps squeaking, and I, like I just heard it. It's it's this. It's the the attachment. Ah, and so when I move, it's like mm.
1: all right, Drew. Edit yeah. it in post. No, you okay. probably can, you probably
0: can't <laughs> even hear it. He probably actually won't be able to hear it, but it's just like in my head. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so loud. But anyway, so Quick Manning had been suffering from smallpox when he met Marianne, who was still taking on nursing jobs. Mm-hmm. She had. Charmed him the way she had charmed all of her, like, other patients. Meanwhile, the town's sympathy for Marianne was starting to stop. Okay. People are starting to kind of catch on.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. They initially felt really terrible for her when she first arrived to town and, like, almost immediately became a widow with three tiny children to Mm -hmm. care for. Mm -hmm. But then when Joseph moved in with her right after mm-hmm. people started growing suspicious
1: yeah and that makes sense fair like i i think that's pretty fair well i don't think it would take long for people to sort of like speculate that maybe they had known each other before yeah you know what i mean or Both. like had because had... like how
0: would they hide that really it would kind of be obvious
1: well it would just be very very strange i think for a woman at that time to let like a stranger move in with you
0: you know what i mean right after, like, your, husband right dies, after your husband dies and like you've he... got all these dead children and yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. So, her seduction and flirting and attempts on quick manning also really put everyone on edge. Because she wasn't sly about that either. Yeah. That was a very public, like, I'm going after him kind of thing. It was also pretty obvious to neighbors that Marianne was mistreating the remaining Cotton children.
1: I think there's
0: two... We're going to get there. The kids looked like they were starving, like visibly, like it looked, you could tell they were, they needed food. They needed nourishment. When a neighbor brought it up to Marianne's attention, she had responded saying that the cotton kids were just weak stomached and didn't have much of an appetite or they were being poisoned. I don't know who whispered that. That couldn't have been me. (laughs) The reality was that Marianne had always had a low tolerance for children, like we said in the first episode. Like, yeah. Whether they were hers or not, she just needed to basically get rid of them to get to her next mark, basically. So, she actually, uh, wait, where's this? Oh, my apologies. Uh, she killed Frederick Cotton Jr. It's noted as being gastric fever. That he passed from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, as were so many others. Yeah, she. You're gonna like this next cause of death. She poisoned her baby Robert Robson as well. The the note being convulsions and teething. He died of teething. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. That's, I, that's I'm trying just, to. I'm trying to think of a way. I don't know, Haley. Oh,
1: that that would happen like even back then
0: I'm like <laughs> I what I'm going to chalk it up to is maybe her sobbing and somehow convincing doctors like that must be it. He must have died from the pain of teething or something like Mhm. I know, I, but that's the
1: thing is that like then wouldn't the cause of death be something as a result of the teething. Yeah. Even These even also
0: p- aren't like very official forms. Yeah, yeah. It's just for like. For sure.
1: But even like the convulsions, I'm like, so you died of convulsions. But no, you would have died at, like from whatever was causing the convulsions. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's just yes. one of those things that doesn't.
0: Uh, of a lot of things sense. aren't making sense here. It's yeah. not making sense. You're right. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're thank not you for wrong. validating me. Anyway. You are right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she also began to slowly. Poison, Joseph Natross.
1: Of course. Well, she's got to get him out of the way now that she's got some rich dude Yeah, I think, her finger.
0: I think his later goes on to be classified as typhoid fever, which would be the correct one. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if she wants to get away with arsenic. This was all within 20 days of each other. Oh, my god, She moves fucking quick. She is so fast. She is not slow. But also, too, like, she's... This is going to sound insensitive in the, like, time period we're in now where age just doesn't matter. But back then, there was a little bit more of, like, a biological urgency with age in women. But at the same time, it shouldn't have mattered. But at the same time, it matters. She thinks she's, like, running out of time for getting, like, new men and stuff.
1: Well, and, like, yes. Yes. She, She technically was because back then, like, part of your currency as a woman is being able to produce yeah and children so yeah. she eventually wouldn't be able to do that anymore no. so then and she's
0: already over 37 at this point
1: yes yeah which exactly. would be like
0: old spinster for back it, oh, then yeah absolutely like, like there's no you, way you're like out on the back
1: then <laughs> no just <laughs> like,
0: like she, mummified basically yeah like how
1: are you even still walking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get,
0: get the wheelchair out like. but anyways so yeah she moves fucking quick She is not wasting time. I don't know what the urgency is because I feel like if you want your plan to work successfully, you got to be a little bit. You got to take your time and work it out. But what do I know about murdering everybody I know? (laughs) Hopefully nothing. Hopefully nothing. (laughs) We don't know. though. jury's still out. Anyways, a neighbor girl came by to help nurse the sick children because they're kind of noticing like, okay, that one looks like he's starving to death. This one's got something going on. Whatever. Yeah. So she noticed that the baby was barely breathing. I know. Staring off into space with glazed, unmoving eyes. Um, She's quoted as saying, like, he's dying. Who shall I fetch? And I guess Marianne had responded by saying nobody. Like, don't bother. That's her own baby. For such a talented
1: healer, like, her kids are really sick, eh? Yeah, right? Makes you kind of
0: question the, the healing she's doing to people. Yeah, Probably not very much. No,
1: no. No. It doesn't seem like it.
0: No. So, Joseph apparently knew that she was poisoning him, but at that point, like, he wasn't able to do anything to stop it. He was already too close to dying. Wow. So, I think he had caught on at a certain point and was just like, this is fucking happening. Um, there is a quote of what he says, and that's kind of like what makes him re- like what makes us realize that, like, He knew Um, every so often his body would shake with paroxysm. I don't know what that is, but like anything I had found said paroxysm. I'm imagining it's just like a type of convulsion basically, but it caused him to clench his hands, grit his teeth, draw his legs up while his eyes rolled in the back of his head until only like the whites were showing. I guess a neighbor who, like, stopped by to help noticed that there, like, was something going on. Like, he would do that. And she said that, like, I saw him have fits. He was, like, twisted up and seemed in, like, severe agony, she reported. And she's the one that reports the quote saying, he said, um, it's no fever I have.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's why it's kind of like, okay, so he knew. He must have known.
1: Oh, yeah. gosh. What also, like, what a horrible way to die. I know. Oh, my gosh. Any of it is horrible, but it's just, like, it sounds so agonizing.
0: Yeah. So, it's also noted that she would, this is the worst, I don't even know why I kept it in, but I'm going to just share it, that um, when she would do these, like, murders back to back, basically to, like, save on funeral expenses, she would just keep their bodies there until they were all gone and then bury them all at the same time. <gasps> Isn't that
1: also very suspicious? Yes, like, it is, Haley. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's just like, like, you're like, oh, why is she not having a funeral for her,
0: her kid? Baby. And then it's like,
1: okay, all of her other family members died. Oh, she's having a funeral. All day. Oh, it's almost like she knew. Maybe. It's, it's almost maybe like having, she planned it. it. It's
0: almost like it was planned. Almost. Maybe she thought that having multiple funerals was more suspicious than having one giant one. I disagree.
1: I disagree but. too. Well, yeah. I mean, again, if not that I'm saying that she should have like, I don't know, that she should, should have gotten away with it or anything. But it's like if you wanted to get away with it, you would probably like we said spread them out a little bit more and then have yeah funerals for everyone like in like a normal fashion yeah. instead of like murdering three people in the span of
0: like a month. And then just being like, hey, over the last 20 days, guys, um, everybody died. They're piled up in the kitchen. Let's <laughs> just go in. Yeah. Yeah, that's...
1: Someone's got to notice something. Someone's... And people do. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, at this point, there people have to be... There is about to be a notice-ing, if you will. <laughs> so once all of that was kind of concluded and she had her massive stored up funeral, Marion got pregnant again. What? I know. How? With quick manning. Uh, just, I... Yeah, I guess he's... Quick. Quick. <laughs>
1: she was just just, i'm so infuriated why does someone like that get to have that many babies and
0: see you know what that's funny because i was actually thinking that like writing this entire case thinking like i know so many people who struggle with even just getting pregnant Mm -hmm. this is the most frustrating this is so infuriating it feels infuriating you're right just like it's such a slap in the face when there's like people that like are genuinely good human beings and they want nothing more than to be parents. And then they're not allowed to have a baby because of just, I don't know, biology. Yeah. <laughs> and then like- this woman's able to just fly them out and just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. It that's is wild to me. That, that's why at the beginning of the first episode, whoops, I probably should have put it in this one too. I put the whole like high rate of child deaths being the trigger warning because of fucking, no, it, it's Of course, no, it's If I was going through fertility so issues right now, there's no way I'd be able to listen to this episode. No, no. Mm. There's no way. So, yeah. She's pregnant again. She's ready to marry, quick manning, but there is one thing standing in her way. And it's her stepson. The last cotton boy, which was Charles Edward. She, I don't know, it's noted as saying she, like, must have probably beat herself up for leaving, like, one of his kids alive this long. But neighbors started to notice how, like, cruel she treated little Charles. She would, like, beat on his ears, I guess. I don't know if that's, like, you know, when, like, parents, like, flick the ear kind of thing. I don't know if that's what they mean. But pulling on his hair, and I guess, like, over Easter, she took the one treat that he did have, which was, like, a little orange, into the fire. Oh, She's just a bitch. So cruel. Like. And also, like.
1: Like. Why is he standing in your way? You can remarry and then just, like, have him as a son. I know she doesn't want kids, but it's, like, he's not standing in your way. Like, a dude will marry you even if you have a kid.
0: Yeah. And, like. Quick, by all accounts, sounds like he was ready to marry her regardless of the kid. It's not like he was like, oh, when we get married, like, we got to toss him. Yeah. (laughs) That's not his idea. It's hers.
1: And he's like, I didn't even consent
0: to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. None of this makes sense to me. I don't know how these things happen and go unnoticed for as long as they did, but it's about to get noticed. So one afternoon, a local grocer who also, I guess, worked in like the the drug department of the grocery store, like I guess the pharmacy. I could have just said that, but apparently I don't know what a pharmacy is. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: His name was Thomas Riley. He stopped by Marianne's house to ask if she could nurse like another smallpox patient because there were patients that she did care for well. Like that was her job. So people would come and go, maybe the ones that she wasn't wanting to marry, or women. It doesn't sound like she had a whole lot of problems with women.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless you're They'd rich make... and she wanted your money. Unless you're Margaret, yeah. then,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as they were kind of, like, conversing and whatnot, Marianne kept bringing the conversation back to um, Charles, like the the one remaining cotton child, and how much of a burden he was how, like, the responsibility of caring for him, like, weighed on her. Marianne actually ended up asking Thomas if he could just possibly put the child into the workhouse. So I think, like, work in the grocer or pharmacy with him and just, like, take him. Like,
1: she was was basically pleading
0: with this guy to just basically take him.
1: Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, so she asked him to put him in the workhouse. I mean, he could work, but then, like where else would he go after that like she was at not she was her just problem pushing anymore. just pushing him on yeah this guy
0: i think she at this point realized she couldn't murder necessarily right away because people were starting to like rumor and be like oh there's a lot of deaths going on over there like something weird you know Yeah, something
1: in the air <laughs> something
0: like don't go to her house <laughs> which yeah. actually speaking of something in the air we're gonna get to that <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um thomas naturally said no because that's the correct answer. Well, yeah. I mean... Because I, I actually can't remember at this point how old Charles is, but he's, like, not even, like, a kid yet. He's, like, still technically, like, a baby. Like, he's a toddler. Like, I don't think he was more than, like, six at this point.
1: Okay. He's like,
0: like, young, young. Like, mm-hmm. I guess they did put kids into work, like, early, but I don't think that early. I don't know. Well, I mean, you could,
1: but he wouldn't, like, honestly, he
0: wouldn't be able to do much. No. You know? (laughs) No. But so to his, you know, response of no, I won't do that, um, her reply is, and I'm going to quote, perhaps it won't matter as I won't be troubled long. He'll go like the rest of the Cotton family.
1: Okay I mean that situation like you're either a murderer or you're a psychic so yeah so
0: that that comment comes back. Don't worry. Oh I'm don't sure worry it does. that's not the end of it. That's not the end of that conversation per se. So about six days later um, Thomas Riley was walking past Marianne's house and caught sight of her like I guess pacing back and forth through the the doorway and she was like being publicly distraught. it it's noted that it kind of seemed like she was trying to get attention. To, like, lure somebody in. Okay, yeah. Um, so he went up and was like, what's up? Like, clearly you're needing my attention. <laughs> you're, like, openly having a scene here. So she told him that Charles Edward was dead. And she begged him to come inside and look at the body. So this is something she did. Inviting people in to, like, witness the dead bodies... Was always, like, part of her trick. She she always encouraged doctors to come by and either recommend cures for typhoid fever and convulsions th- and basically just be like, this is what happened. Like, almost, I'd say hiding in plain sight.
1: Yeah, and trying to get someone else to come in and, like, corroborate your story in yeah. a way. To be like, ah, uh, yes, they did die of this. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So this was, like, one of the ways she avoided being detected. Avoided because she's about to not be Avoiding detection, but playing with like the idea of this grieving mother and wife by inviting everybody inside to like witness different corpses. Like, I don't know. She, she was just really callous about that too, because this is something that goes on to bite her in the ass. Yeah. So with that. Added with the casual remark of the rest of the Cotton family, Thomas Riley's like, no, I'm not coming to look at that body. I'm going to, I'm going to leave. So, and this is all a little bit too far for me. So at this point, Thomas Riley was certain that she'd murdered, at least, at the very least, Charles Edward, her her little stepson. Mm-hmm. So he refused to look at the body and instead he went directly to the police. Oh, good for you, man. I know. Yeah. It's starting to... It's starting to wrap up nicely. Or is it? But anyways, so an inquest was held and Charles Edwards' poor little body was, like, put out on a a table and they were going to do an autopsy. Yeah. The postmortem was extremely sloppy because the boy's death was, like, ruled natural. The doctor still had suspicions, though, even though, like, in that time it was, he, he himself had ruled it natural, but he was like, this still seems suspicious to me. Right. so what he he had done was he preserved some of Charles Edwards' viscera, which he then buried in jars in his own yard, just in case weird but interesting, but, okay, but thank God because yeah, but like
1: I guess in my it's very weird, of course, like if someone were to do that today, but I guess, in my mind, that's his way of like preserving evidence, like the yeah. like when we talk about cases. Now that took place in like the 60s or 70s, and yeah. were like, oh, like the evidence wasn't um, stored properly, and like they lost it, yeah. so they can't test it now. Yeah. So if... that must have been his way of being like, this is, yeah. I'm just suspicious, and I'm gonna keep this just, just in case. case, just in case, because I can test it later. I'm Maybe... just wondering, like, what would have, what tests he would have done back then?
0: I don't know, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Because <laughs> I don't think the testing was obviously anywhere near what it is now, but no, it's of like it not. was still very new. Yeah. I couldn't find any information on the actual, like, testing process, but... Mm
1: -hmm. But but he stored it in jars nonetheless, so there must have been something he was planning.
0: So she kind of carried on about her usual routines. Um, The town gossip and, like, local papers had already picked up on Thomas Riley's suspicions.
1: Okay. So word's
0: getting out. All right. People eventually convinced the doctor to investigate Charles Edwards' body again. Once the rumors got out, yep. he was people were demanding it. So the doctor did dig up the jars, reanalyzed the contents. Now, I don't know the time span of how long they were buried there. It could have been a month, could have been a year. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Could have been longer. But anyway, so he dug up the jars, analyzed the contents using a more systematic technique. Um, he did end up finally being able to find arsenic in everything. He ran mm-hmm. to the police station at midnight and Marianne was arrested the next day. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he was... He ended up being able to find the arsenic. So he was kind of like, I fucking got it. <laughs> like, yeah. Again, I'd love to know what that test process looked like in order to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I'm so
1: curious. For sure.
0: Yeah. So initially, Marianne was only accused of the murder of Charles Edward. But soon enough, the charges were expanded to include the murder of Joseph Natras. Frederick Cotton Jr. and the little baby Robert Robson. Mm. The bodies were exhumed and tested, and large amounts of arsenic were found in all three. Wow. Police tried to exhume Frederick Cotton Sr., but they couldn't find his body anywhere, despite digging up several graves in the process of where he was supposed to be buried. Whoa. I I don't know. What happened there if she just dug a false grave and said, like, this is where he is? I don't know. Or if, like, it was some sort of, like, actual, like... Body snatcher?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that could be it, too. I mean, back then, like... People were taking bodies and, and, like, like giving them to medical schools yeah. to, like, study. You know what I mean? For yeah. money. They could have been that. Or it could have even just been an error where, like, she thought he was going to get buried there and someone... And they buried him yeah. somewhere else without telling her. And they were like, well, no one's going to notice because we're not digging him up. Yeah. You know? But either way, his,
0: his body wasn't anywhere to be found. so I'm sure we know what they would have found if they found the body. Yes, we can assume quite safely uh, yes. on that one. Yeah. So... She's being held in prison, and Marianne gives birth to Quick Manning's child while in prison. Oh yeah, I forgot she was pregnant. Yes, I know. Oh my goodness! Whirlwind! Wow! It's, it's like it's hard to keep up. Yes. Like it's literally hard to keep up. I even like Holy as I shit. like wrote things out, was like, oh, I forgot about this. Part. Like, yeah, like she's just so quick and chaotic. Like, man, chill. Just, like, chill just for just two chill. fucking seconds. Just chill out. Like, I just want her to sit and read a book or something. Like, just relax, man. You don't need to do this. This is too much. <sighs> yeah. So, during her trial, she would breastfeed publicly in front of the court and would refuse to talk. A lot of people speculate that this was, like, an attempt of looking like a nursing mother, basically. Oh, of course. That she really hammed it up and tried to be all like... Ooh, sweetness, you know. So oh, like, I'm sure she not did. not at all Because how... we know <laughs> what her maternal instincts were really like. Very good. Yeah. They were very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, her defense, and basically her only defense, was just based on the fact that there was no arsenic that had actually been found in her house at the time of Charles Edward's death. That's not really a good defense.
1: Because no. all that
0: tells me is, is it you might not be all of the it. house, it's in him then. That's what I mean. It's just <laughs> like it's not it. there
1: because it's yeah. yeah
0: used it all up. So the argument and defense was that the boy had accidentally been poisoned by arsenic fumes rising off of the green wallpaper in his bedroom and by flakes of the arsenic. And soft soap mixture, Marianne had used to clean the house. I didn't realize you used arsenic and soap, but okay, maybe that was
1: so. Maybe that was common back then. Yeah, I'm thinking about like a household cleaner today. Like, well, if you drank that, you could poison. Like Absolutely. that would poison your body, right? Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, I, I guess, I guess so. But if that's how he died, then, like, why didn't you die, the one that was using it to clean your house in the first place? Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So not a good defense either, I would say. No, but then the prosecution quickly brought in, like, a very, at the time, like, prestigious, like, the highest tier doctor they possibly could. And he immediately discredited that theory, like, right away. Mm. And it was just because there was simply too much poison in the corpses and that's it. For
1: that to be the method of yeah. it, like, entering the body. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: Um, he said that Joseph Natras's body contained four times the amount of arsenic necessary to kill a man. Oh, my god! Four times the amount. So, no, it's oh. not just coming off the fucking wallpaper. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. So, the only time Marianne actually, like, broke down in the whole trial was when the defense gave this, like, very, like, melodramatic speech about the implausibility of a mother killing her own child. So what they did was they basically just went on this speech that actually kind of closely described exactly what she did. It was basically just being like, imagine this, a mother giving birth to her own child and then poisoning it, like, just basically explaining out what she did, but very dramatically while she sobbed but the the jury didn't see it as like oh she's sobbing because of the ridiculousness of the idea behind a mother doing this she's sobbing because she did all of that and it maybe is hitting her or she's just faking everything more likely the last one in my opinion so ultimately Marianne was convicted of the awful crime of murder for the death of Charles Edward. I don't think she ended up being formally charged for the other deaths. They were just kind of brought in as evidence, really.
1: Okay. I think it was
0: just Charles's. At least that's what I was able to find was that it was just the one that that's what she was being sentenced for. She was sentenced to death by hanging. Oh,
1: Yeah, that's, we're in that time period.
0: Yeah. For sure. So the hangman that was actually chosen to execute Marianne Cotton was quite a controversial figure himself because he had several botched executions under his belt. He used a method that was called short drop, which is basically just a short drop from the platform. But what it did was it occasionally had a side effect of not breaking the prisoner's neck. So when that would happen, the hangman would have to press down on the shoulders really hard. Again, this is public. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) This is in the streets for families and children to see. Yeah. He would have to press down on the shoulders and just kind of wait there until they slowly strangled. Okay. During her final days, Marianne wrote frantic letters to family and friends asking them to petition for a reprieve. I don't think anybody came through for her. Like, it's it's noted that I don't think she got a lot of responses. Yeah. I mean. I mean, who are you going to ask? I, I just, yeah. She continued on to claim innocence. She really pushed that. Like, she really, really hammed that up and was like, no, I'm I'm innocent. And would often speak out about her innocence. Again, the only crime she ever did was bigamy. Oh, yeah. That's the only one she ever admitted to. It's the yeah. the only one she true. ever admitted to. She also begged her one surviving husband, James Robinson, to visit her and please bring baby George. I really want to see him. Oh. My gosh. He refused immediately. Good.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. She's like, I just want to take one last one with me. Like, no. No,
0: no, bitch. No, you can't. Oh my goodness. So Marianne walked the four minutes from her cell to the scaffold on March twenty-fourth of eighteen seventy-three. At the time she was forty years old. She was wearing a black and white checkered shawl. That disguised the fact that her arms were bound to her sides with a belt. Like I think they just like tried to make it like
1: mm-hmm.
0: less terrifying to see, even though it's no matter what way. Especially when the hangman there is <laughs> baiting the crap out of them. Like <laughs> Gosh, it's yeah. absolutely it's wild. Like
1: piggybacking the bodies. Like
0: yeah, Jesus. It's noted that those types of shawls were at the at the time prior to her <laughs> her hanging were considered very fashionable in the surrounding towns. But as soon as Marianne walked out and everyone saw her and there were, like, photographs taken and stuff, the trend was, like, done the next day. Oh, she, she, she canceled fashion. Yeah.
1: She killed something else. Yeah, she just killed she the trend. She took away checkered shawls from everybody. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We could have checkered shawls today. She is quick, isn't she? She's
0: fucking quick. Yeah. She is slimy, man. Oh um, A crowd of people gathered outside the jail to catch a glimpse of it like a I'm sure
1: I'm sure yeah
0: her last words were and here's the quote lord have mercy on my soul no lord do not have mercy on her soul please
1: yeah there's no god where you're going buddy
0: no the ground dropped from under her feet it took roughly three minutes for her to die and the executioner had to steady her twitching body with his own hands Oh, so, okay, yeah. So yeah. you watched that one, too, technically? It seems like it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About a week after she died, um, a play called The Life and Death of Marianne Cotton had opened up. A week after she died? A week after. That's fucking quick. How did they get the script? I don't know, How man. did they, they...
1: And everyone's... The rehearsals? Oh, my I gosh.
0: Know. The set, everything. The costume. How did they do it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In true Marianne fashion, they were quick. It says a week. Maybe... Maybe it was longer. It's everything says a week. Well, maybe they were preparing it while she was maybe. Like, in
0: in holding. But still, that is that's that is very life. fast. But also, like wow, I mean, that's kind of cool that they got it around so quick because that probably brought it in so, like good big bucks. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> you you don't want to watch the life and death of Marianne Cotton. <laughs> they
1: yeah, they just I... watched
0: it live the previous Friday. <laughs> maybe
1: the reason that the shawls went out of fashion is because they had to buy them all up for the for the production. Um, that's it. They just weren't even there That's anymore. There's just none
0: left. Run out. They run out. And they're like,
1: we're not going to make any more of these. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. So for a long while after, children would sing about her in the streets, quoting, Marianne Cotton, she's dead and she's rotten, lying in bed with her eyes wide open. Yeah, damn right. That's Marianne Cotton.
1: Rotten to the core. Rotten
0: Cotton. <laughs> Rotten cotton. Rotten cotton. Marianne with a plan. Yeah. Marianne with a plan. Wow. I know.
1: That's absurd. That's like, actually, that doesn't feel like a real person. It can't be, right? Like, no, No. but it is
0: a very real person. Yeah. She had totaling roughly around 21 murders. Mainly children.
1: That's a lot of
0: people. That's, that's like a really rough number. Like, Because there could be more, like, it's,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, there could, no, there could be more. You never know.
0: Yeah. And then there are, like, the few that they just kind of can't really pin to her anyways because they were, like, too far back type thing, so. Mm -hmm. That's Marianne Cotton. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: That was a very, very interesting one. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You did a very good job on oh, thank it. thank you. Um, I, again, lot of lot of information pulled from the book "Lady Killers" by Tori Telfer. Please read it. Yeah, Wait. it's uh those lady killers still really get you. Yeah, I think that yeah, I think that like the the craziest thing about like female ser- serial killers is. I feel like they're very fast at like racking up a toll.
1: I think because like we talked about in the beginning of the first episode, because of not all of them fall within these stereotypes, of course, but the two main ones that I feel like female serial killers fall into is the Black Widow and the Angel of Death. So, and because their goal is to, for those to go undetected, that they rack up a lot more mm-hmm. um, the victims than, yeah. than you know. Certain other serial killers, because like I mean, angels of death. Like there are some women that have killed like hundreds of yeah. people because it's like, well, they're sick in the hospital and they're going to die anyway. Yeah. So it's like so covert yep. and 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 secretive, and they're they're good at hiding that that like they don't get caught for a long time. Yeah. Whereas if you you know murder someone in a little bit more of like a I don't know like obvious way, then you're likely going to get caught sooner and yeah. you have less victims. So it's just like. That's the thing is that women, a lot of female serial offenders in this way operate just differently. And that's why sometimes their kill count is really, really high. Really high.
0: And I also, I don't know why, I just feel like, I feel like it's, obviously it's not as common as Marianne's case, but I feel like the, like, count for female serial killers has got to be off. Because of, like, the ability they have to go undetected with their main weapon of choice being poison.
1: Absolutely. I think for as many, like, male serial killers that haven't been caught, there's probably, like, double the women. Like, it's just, well, I mean, I don't don't want to say, like, number-wise. I just mean, like, ratio-wise. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, again, we know that the male serial killers just statistically are more common. But, like, yes, I would say there's probably more like a higher ratio of yeah. female serial killers that it's haven't like been caught completely undocumented because yeah. again of their methods like a lot of them are not yeah to uh be recognized for their crimes or to be infamous yeah. or whatever it's more like you said for money or for like, like a lot of them is for sadistic purposes but they like want to continue that it, so they, they work very yeah. hard to not be detected yeah so that's yeah yeah they, yeah it is just the psychology of it is very interesting, of course, it's hard with a case this old, yeah, to comment on a lot of that, but um, well,
0: I've got other ones that are a little bit more recent,
1: yeah so. yeah
0: yeah yeah no for sure and don't worry yeah. but yeah, I just very interesting,
1: yeah,
0: yeah yeah, yeah, I find not a lot of female serial killers go like the route of like torture or like any kind of, like, sexually rated, like, not rated, um driven, uh like, motives are, it, it's fewer and far between mm-hmm. with with women. So not a lot of them go, like, the, the traditional torture route, but there are a few in here that do take that route yeah. that I will cover. And they're yeah. very much, like, I don't know, very sadistic in how they torture, because it's not, like, I feel like it's, way scarier than like any like male serial killer torture story i've heard
1: well because it's like it's also a bit of an anomaly like the yeah. ones that we know that have done it have usually been partnered up with men yeah you know what i mean so yes. that's yeah to like to hear a case about someone a female who's basically a sexual psychopath like all on her own is definitely very statistically rare mm-hmm. so that is terrifying yeah for sure yeah it's all terrifying of course but yeah
0: Yeah, wow. But those are basically... Marianne Cotton. That bitch. That fucking bitch. Yeah, and her her chapter is fittingly fittingly titled in this book, The Wretched Woman. (laughs) Very fittingly. Yeah, very fittingly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that was that one. I'll have some more female serial killers for you, but... Maybe maybe we'll do, we're we're going to do cults and stuff soon. Oh, I've got mm-hmm. my other big one coming up. We got some stuff up our sleeves. We got stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff. We got sh- secretive trust stuff us. up there. Don't sh- worry. Sh- shut the fuck up and trust us. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at com slash how to not get killed.
1: And if you ever want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to how to not get killed at com.
0: Or you can DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at How to not Get killed.
1: And you can follow us on Twitter at H2NGK. You can also check out our website and shop our merch at
0: www.HowToNotGetKilled.com. Perfect. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. And if any of you are still listening, thank you. Just just don't poison people. And if Marianne with a plan ever offers you a cup of tea, you don't take it. Just don't, just just don't, don't take, take it. it. It's not worth it. It's yeah, just yeah. not worth it. Keep sleazy. Bye-bye. Bye.